everyone and welcome to Dallas Hoops Fancast, a podcast for Mavs fans. I'm your host Sydney and I'm here with my co-host Martin. Hey guys. Okay, in this episode I wanted to do something really fun. At least I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to go through pre-draft scouting reports of Mavericks players past and present, but I'm going to read them blind. Well, I mean... I'm going to see while I read them. Okay, I'm going to read them. And And I have to guess who it is. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you who it is, and you have to guess which player it's about. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But first, the intro. What? What are you... I'm going to read them blind. (laughs) It was just just pretty funny. Okay. Blindness isn't funny, Martin. Wow. Okay. Uh, First, the intro. This is important. Uh, remember, you can follow the show on Twitter at Dallas Hoopscast. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Sydney Myers. Wherever you're listening, please leave a rating or review that helps the show grow like um, fertilizer and more steroids. Um, but seriously, they're much appreciated. And honestly, thank you guys so much for listening. I know I say this every episode, but we really do appreciate it. Um, it's just awesome to be able to interact with you guys on Twitter. You can also listen to the show on YouTube and leave your comments there. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of it. But uh, let's get started. So this idea came to me while I was listening to The Low Post with Zach Lowe, which is a really good podcast if you're not if you're not listening to it. And he had on David Epstein or Epstein, I think it's Epstein, who wrote this book called Range, and it's about things. But he cited it's about things. It's about Whoa. things, yeah. But he cited this really interesting study that I I hope I I tell correctly. Basically, they had they created two identical scouting reports. And the only thing they changed on the scouting report was the name, like the player name. And they gave those scouting reports to people. And they found that people's opinion of the person being described was totally different based on the name that was on it. So like, for example, if it had Zion Williamson, even if that was that scouting report was identical to somebody some other no name they would they would think more highly of that player based on the description anyway it was totally interesting so i thought it would be fun to read some scouting reports and based on that you know try guess to guess what player it is. it is yeah these are current mavs players or all-time mavs former and present okay and and future no that's yeah, not possible. Okay, no, it's not. Okay, so um, I'm going to read them. You have to guess, and then I'm going to laugh at you. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, this first one actually is a suggestion from Twitter. I cannot remember who sent this in. I'm really sorry. I really should have that written down. But this is really interesting. So I'm going to read this. This is from an NBA scout. This is the report <clears throat> describing the player. He is the best small forward in the draft, and I feel with his ball handling ability, he could also play some point guard some guard. I feel he is around 6'5", has good speed, can work inside and out, and has all the equipment to be an immediate star. There's been some question regarding his attitude in college, but that's something the various clubs interested in him should check out themselves. There's no doubt he has the ability to be a great player. This is a can I get like if it's a current or a former player? Yes. Okay. Yes. I can I'll give you up to three hints per player. Okay. okay. Is this a current <laughs> Maverick or a former Maverick? <laughs> okay. 
first of all, lose the tood. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, it's a former player. Okay. So very he's... much former. Um, in my okay. So, is it uh, in the two thousands? No. This isn't twenty one questions. Well, <laughs> you know, the Mavericks have had two hundred players and fifty small forwards. Uh, okay, so this is a guy no longer plays for the Mavs. Um, six five, small forward, but could play a little bit of the point guard. You're not going to guess it. Was it a player in the '90s? Barely. He's like an all-time great small forward for the Mavericks. I, the only person I can think of would be Mark Aguirre. Yeah, it's Mark Aguirre. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> what? If you thought of it, why didn't you guess it? Well, I only thought of it because you told me he was an all-time great small forward. Oh, okay. Okay, but since we're talking about Mark Aguirre, interesting. This is a fun fact, okay, about Mark Aguirre. Did you know, Martin, did you know the Mavericks had the number one pick in the 1981 draft. Mm -hmm. They were originally going to draft a point guard, but they already had a star guard in Rolando Blackman. So they instead signed Brad Davis as their point guard and drafted Mark Aguirre at small forward. The point guard they were going to draft ended up being picked second by the Detroit Pistons. It was Isaiah Thomas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't go wrong with... Either, Either one, one, yeah. But Isaiah Thomas is a multiple time. He's an all-time great. But at yeah. the same time, if you just look at their numbers, Mark Aguirre had better seasons. But well, you know, and, and but, Isaiah Thomas played with a lot of talent too. Well, but Isaiah Thomas wasn't uh, the. I mean, he he was a scorer. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he was also responsible for distributing and yeah. getting everybody. He was a, a point guard, um, and Mark Aguirre was specifically going out there to score. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could make the case for either one. I think most people would probably pick Isaiah Thomas. I mean, I, I think my looking th back at their career yeah. overall, they'd probably be Isaiah Thomas. But when you consider all of the factors, would Isaiah Thomas have done everything he did on the Mavericks? Yeah, I think, I think so. Because I mean, things like winning a ring, you know, all of that also depends on the, who you play with. Well, the Mavericks were good at that time, though. Yeah, I guess Rolando that's true. Blackman was a twenty-point scorer. I mean, they yeah. they took the Lakers to to seven games, um, you know. And if they didn't have Derek Harper, instead <laughs> they had Isaiah Thomas, yeah. they might have won that series. I was going to say. <laughs> Although, I mean, Isaiah Thomas had that colossal mistake against the Celtics and Larry Bird, so yeah. it's not like he was infallible. Okay, next one. This one is really interesting. Okay. Y you're gonna okay. I'm just gonna read it. Okay, I'm gonna get to it. Um, this is a scouting report from the Washington Post. He led the Pac-10 in scoring assists and steals last season, and might be one of the draft's top defensive guards. Not only is he a tenacious defender, he is also a solid playmaker. He has smooth ball handling and passing skills. Although he has a quick, oh, sorry. Period. Next sentence. Although he has a quick release on his jump shot, some question whether he can shoot consistently from NBA three-point range. This one is hilarious. It's like, so this guy has high praise for this player, but in the complete wrong direction. It's kind of funny whenever you hear who it is. I guess that is was it a Is it a hint. current or a former Former. Man. Okay. And uh, they question his shooting. Yeah. I guess, okay, to make this easier, you get 
we'll just you can ask as many questions as you want because otherwise how would you guess mm-hmm. yeah so you can ask as many questions as you want i'm gonna guess jason terry yeah okay yeah because I, I know pac 10 yeah shooter but it's so funny because yeah, he called yeah. the top defensive guard a tenacious yeah. <laughs> defender. It's like, what? And Jet then, was not that. Yeah. And then they questioned whether he could shoot consistently from three-point range. And it's like, that's literally the opposite. He was never known for his defense and always the, his three-point shooting. The only thing shooting. I can think of with that is I believe Jet came off the bench at Arizona. Oh, Okay. And probably the only way he got playing time is by his defense. defense. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) Don't sue me. They're going to roast you on Twitter. Don't roast me on Twitter. I I believe Jason Terry was a six man in college. He came out as a freshman. Well, anyway, regardless, it was just funny. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next one. This is a scouting report from Draft Express. Okay. So that site is fairly recent. Okay. He is a volume scorer and will likely never be very efficient in this area considering his career percentages. His mechanics are not very good, making his shot highly inconsistent as he appears to release it in different fashion every time he shoots it. Their offense often had little rhythm to it with him at the helm. You rarely Dennis s- Smith. No. Okay. <laughs> you rarely see a calm possession out of him with him in the game. Out of them with him in the game. He has a tendency to dribble and dribble and dribble the ball and then dribble some more, being extremely dominant offensively, needing the ball in his hands at all times. He clearly has very good passing skills and a terrific feel for the game, but at the same time needs the ball in his hands at all times and shows absolutely no conscience jacking up dozens of shots a game. Here's what might give it away. There are a f- there are a few backup point guards in the NBA today that possess the combination of passing, scoring, and feel for the game that he does. And it goes without saying that if he was 6'2", he'd easily be a top yeah. 10 pick in his draft. I was thinking JJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, before you said that. Yeah. Before the size. Um, and it's, it's fun. Or sorry, go ahead. It's weird, you know, the negatives on him. Yeah. Well, and he's not wrong. Like, Berea... Sometimes can't dribble the, the air out yeah. of the ball. Yeah. And we talk about that, how when he's on the court, he has the ball. He mm-hmm. is con- he's controlling and running the offense. Everything runs through him. But, but he's it's, good at it. Yeah, that's the thing is he's so good. Or, or maybe just Carlisle has, you know, maneuvered things so that it, it works really well for them. But, yeah, it's funny to, to see it in a negative way. But then when you see him play, it's like, yeah, but he's so good at that. How do you describe that. him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but I thought that was kind of funny. The... Uh, he tends. Where was it? Well, um, we, we've always felt that if JJ were were six three, he'd yeah. be a superstar point guard. Well, you know, he talks about his feel for the game. Yeah, and that's so true. And especially the past few years, we've said the you game know to each other, yeah, he is so just much. in his prime. And yeah, he the game is so slow to him, and you know his numbers are still you know, like 11, 12 points a game. Because he only plays 15, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, but but when he is out there, there's he's like, well, he's unstoppable yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we, we saw a couple of years ago when he had to play starting point guard yeah. minutes because of all the injuries the Mavs had. Dude was an all-star. Yeah. He was a NBA player, player of the, of the week, week or, or whatever. Or, yeah. or month, I don't know, something. And uh, yeah, he you can see that if Berea's size, if he was bigger, mm-hmm. then he would have been a top point guard in the league. Yeah, and I think I want to say more of this scouting report also talked about his length, and mm-hmm. that's another problem with him is that not only is he short, um, like everything is proportional. Whereas in most NBA players are a little bit out of proportion, they have 
longer arms than mm-hmm. most people or longer legs or whatever. Whereas Berea, he's like a normal dude. Like he has, he's short and he has short arms. And so it's like, if he just had a little more height or a little little more length, then he would be like just But despite amazing. those things. Yeah. yeah. Well, All that's right. how good he is. Okay. Next one. Oh, this one is hilarious. Okay. We get, I'm going to read it. This is from nbadraft.net. Is it long? No. Okay. Powerfully built combo guard with a polished offensive game. An instant offense type of player who is capable of big scoring outbursts. Has developed into a mature, polished guard with a good grasp of the game. Strong leader who has gained a lot of confidence in his game and plays with a swagger. This better not be Dennis Smith. No. Okay. All right. Shows diverse offensive skills with an excellent outside shot plus the ability to create off the dribble. Effectively creates offense for himself and others off the dribble. Has good form on his shot with a quick and compact release. Fundamentally sound player who does everything on balance and with a purpose. Handles the ball with ease and rarely makes unforced errors. Possesses excellent vision and passing ability, which is impressive considering his scoring powers. I know, I know. (laughs) So it's a former Mav. Former Maverick. What uh, decade? 80s, 90s, or 2000s? 2000s. Okay. I'm assuming based on how. It's a combo guard, if that helps. But the description doesn't really help at all because... Well, it made it seem like the greatest point guard to I ever know. play. Or the greatest guard combo, to, guard. combo guard to ever play. Um, 2000s. He, well, so obviously he played with Dirk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, if it's not Steve Nash or Nick Van Exel, um, Devin oh, Harris. No. Okay. I'll tell you his career scoring average. All with the Mavs. How, how many seasons with the Mavericks? Three. Okay. Uh, for his career, this player that I described averaged 3.1 points per game. Is this Roddy B? No. Okay. I don't know. But close. Yeah. I, I, In terms of years. You mean to just tell you? Yes. It's Dominic Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dojo? Yeah. I, when I read this, I was like, who? Yeah, who are you watching? (laughs) Like what? Yes, that dude was garbage. I mean, no offense, Dojo. Not that you're listening. Yeah, but But no, I mean, like, um, just reading it. um, I thought he was going to be the greatest point guard. Yeah, mature, polished guard, good grasp of the game, strong leader. Can the way he describes it, he can score in pretty much any way he he wants. That was his problem. Yeah, Dominic Jones for his career. Now, granted, he only played. He averaged nine minutes per game in his career, but he, he shot yeah. he shot thirty six percent. Well, the know. Mavericks gave him an opportunity. He had like a, one season where he's he his finished final the season, season yeah. really, and it didn't go well because he couldn't shoot. So defenses never guarded him out. Yeah, there. well, and and this the description of like a good grasp of the game and, and all of that. Yeah, no, he never really had that feel for the game. No, um, but I remember he was. He was like a bulldog. He was so strong. strong yeah. and his muscles were so big and he was so athletic. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you are too. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, but yeah, he had all the physical tools, but I don't I don't really know. I mean, you barely saw him, so you never really knew like what what happened mentally or if it just was skill or maybe he didn't practice. So, anyways, right, okay. Next one. Next one. Oh, this is a good one. This is a shorter one. This is from an NBA scout. Okay, before you read it, is it uh, 
Current or former Mav? Former. Okay, 80s, 90s, or 2000s? 2000s. Okay, go ahead. And uh, how many seasons? I don't know, like a lot. Okay, all right. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Okay, he is extremely quick and possesses great athleticism. An underestimated shooter, he can nail the shot when needed. He is also an excellent defender, gets many steals and blocks, and blocks many shots with his leaping ability. He is also a good rebounder, hitting double digits many times. People have often referred to him as a Scottie Pippen with a poorer jump shot. Josh Howard. No. But probably the next one you guess will be Sean right. Sean Marion? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I thought this scouting report was really dead on, mm-hmm. like um, an underestimated shooter, which is probably Especially because he shoots it from his chest. Yeah. Not um, like his stomach his or stomach, something. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, you would not expect him to be a good shooter, but also a really good defender, a good rebounder. So I thought... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Marion or Josh Howard, really, that, yeah. that would... It's funny because, you know, we were talking about scouting reports. Like, when they when they get it right, they really nail it. But when they get it wrong, like, <laughs> like with Dominic, Dominic Jones, Jones, they're just way off. There's no, there's no in-between. It's so weird. Okay, next one. This is, this is, I know I said they're that. all good. They're all good. Yeah, okay. okay. Form- Hold on before you do it. Former yeah. Mav. Former Mav. 80s, 90s, 2000s. Um, Hold on. Because he had a long career. So uh, 90s and 2000s. Okay. All right. Okay. This is from an NBA scout. Duh. Weaknesses. Shooting. Plain and simple. He's not a good shooter. He's much better than he used to be, but he still needs to improve his outside shot, shot off the dribble, and his free throws. Tends to make great moves to the hoop, but not finish them off. With his strength, he should be able to finish more. Not blinding quick, NBA point guards who are might bother him. Must show he can run a half-court offense in the NBA. The team never did, did it well while he was there. I figured the first part would give it away. The shooting part, I, yeah. I immediately thought of Jason Kidd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that that scout <laughs> needs to get fired. Well, I mean, I mean, he's right on the shooting, really, but yeah. you, you you should also bring out how Everything he's revolutionary, he does, yeah. so you can live with the fact that he can't but, shoot. But you know, they didn't know that that he was gonna you know change. He was a second pick. Yeah, like, I guess so. Yeah. Everybody was like, "This yeah. guy's gonna be a great point guard." But um, and it was funny because like, yeah, so the shooting, he needs to improve his outside shot, his shot off the dribble, and his free throws, and his half court offense. Yeah, he was like one of the best in the half court. Like, I think because he was so good in the fast court fast break <laughs> fast break yeah <laughs> in the I, open I, court yeah i knew that didn't sound right yeah that it may be court. limited what you thought how good he was on in the half court but he was a maestro no matter what yeah so reading about jason kidd um of course i automatically thought of lonzo ball oh my god just because Why so many put their names because well, so many people compared them i mean you think about it it's kind of true like lonzo ball is a terrible shooter but in college I mean, outside of that, he did really well. And I was just wondering, like, what happened with Lonzo Ball? What's the difference between him and what kid eventually came to be? Well, one's not a doofus. Okay. <laughs> Let's not insult people's intelligence. Is Lonzo Ball the guy we're trashing in this episode? We always ha- we always trash. I don't know a if I want to reserve it yet for Lonzo. Okay. I want to see who else we talk. We'll about save today. the the trash talking. Right segment. now, it's Lonzo. Okay. Let's just move on. Next one. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Oh wow! Really? Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Former player played in the nineties, uh, early two thousands. Okay. 
He is a natural point guard who can distribute the ball effectively and hit the long-range jumper. He uses deceptive quickness and a superior understanding of the game to his advantage. Like all of the great point guards, he has an uncanny court vision and a sixth sense for the game. His biggest weakness is his man-to-man defense. His average foot speed makes him an easy target for small, quick point point guards to blow by. His lack of physical strength does not bode well for handling the bigger, stronger point guards in the NBA in the post. It sounds like in the post. Yeah, I know. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why does that matter? Like, but, I mean, some no point, point guards gu- no. are big enough to back down. Yes, but... It's not That's what not you do. A strength. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh no. It sounds like they're describing Steve Nash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Steve Nash. And they got it pretty on. Yeah, on, on pretty cue. much. Now you didn't talk about how great he was going to be <laughs> offensively, and it didn't I mean, really matter on the defensive side. But yeah. they got that one right. Yeah, I mean, natural point guard. But he's going to get bothered in the post by these yeah. posting <laughs> post up point but guards. Just don't post up, or I guess defensively. But you just have a bigger guard out well, there. No point guard, just I'm going to post up this play because I got Steve Nash, a 6'3 point (laughs) guard on me. Okay, next one. This one, this one made me sad. Is this a good one? It's a good one. Okay. This made me sad. Uh, So this scout, the comp for this player was Rajon Rondo. Former Mav, 2000s. Incredibly quick and athletic player. Shows a fearless attitude and competitive nature. Extremely long wingspan gives him a huge advantage at both ends of the floor. Huge hands also give him great control of the ball. An excellent ball handler and passer. Extremely confident. Has a brashness and cockiness rarely found in European players. It's got to be Roddy B. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I thought Roddy B from the from the beginning when you laughed about his attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just it's got a competitiveness, competitive nature, yeah, and brashness, like and cockiness. Yeah. It's like I don't know, if, maybe in Europe, but when yeah. he was here, which is possible. I mean, a lot of players when they come to the NBA, they, they lose all their confidence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get scared. Maybe that's what happened to. Well, him. when you see LeBron and Dwayne, yeah, LeBron. <laughs> I'm not mentioning that other dude's name. Well, and also, like you've said before. Um, when you're told for so many years that you don't belong in the in, in the NBA or you're not going to be any good, like that gets to some players. Like you've talked about how Jimmer Fredette, they mm-hmm. always said, you know, well he can't be that good because of reasons. It's just a mindset. Like yeah, he can go, get to you. And it, the thing is, like the three point shot is the same distance whether you're in China or in the United States. And in China, mm-hmm. he knocks him down because he's confident. Averages 40 yeah, points a game. Because he's confident when he shoots it. But here, he's he's fearful. He's got that fear to him. So I mean, I'm sure NBA defenses much. are also But he can tougher. shoot it from anywhere. True. So, and he, in college, he would just dribble down and pull up before the defense even had time to react. He did the same thing in, co- in uh, the NBA. He just didn't make them as yeah. much because he didn't shoot with the same confidence. Yeah. So okay. I, I wonder if that happened with Roddy, like always being told European players can't make it. They're too soft. Did that get to him? Uh, or was it just himself? Yeah, he got, I, I think when he saw the big guys. Of, and I just think he just didn't care as much about basketball as everybody else thought he did. Apparently or wanted him to. Yeah. I, I just don't think he cared enough about it. Okay. This one is, is kind of long, but I'll read it. It's a, I'll see if I can guess it without you giving me any okay. clues if it's a long one. <clears throat> this is from Draft Express. 
He is a nightmare in the open court, changing gears powerfully and being absolutely fearless, slashing right to the front of the rim, where he can finish emphatically above the rim or acrobatically off the glass. In the half court, he shows promise with his first step, array of fancy ball handling maneuvers, and an innate ability to operate at different speeds. With that said, he still has plenty of work to do to become a more mature, consistent floor general in terms of his mentality and decision-making. He's not very vocal on the floor in terms of his on-court leadership, and the chemistry and body language he demonstrated with teammates left a lot to be desired, especially as the season moved on. He's still figuring out how to effectively blend his scoring and passing ability as he can be a bit of a ball stopper. I know I've said this person 13 times, okay. but Dennis Smith. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I thought that this was... It was a pretty good, yeah. pretty good one. Um, there was another... Uh, so at the end of this, he said, Smith's ability to help an NBA team win games and the effect he might have on an organization's culture are issues that he will continue that will continue to plague him until he can prove otherwise and will likely drag his stock down a bit relative to some of his peers um and someone else said there was another scouting report said the same thing um about his attitude he mm -hmm. also said has a tendency to rely on his physical gifts and i thought this that's was a, that's a hundred percent yeah true and we, we've even seen that he tried like last year he tried to out jump Anthony Davis and got stuffed at the rim. And yeah. it's like, dude, you, well, you got to even talk about that position. But <laughs> well, that's not that position. Oh, you were talking yeah, 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 yeah. something else. Yeah. But it, it's, you know, you got to be smarter than that. You, you're not going to out jump these NBA guys every time. Yeah. He, so this is so accurate because he has a lot of, I would say he has a lot of skill. I mean, he's not extremely skilled, but he's he, the, he does have skill yeah. and he has talent. And he's extremely he just athletic. Can't put it all together. Yeah, but it's really just his understanding of the game, his decision making, his mentality, and then his attitude. I mean, it's not like he's. I mean, I wouldn't say he has a bad attitude, like a guy that's just a jerk. You know, you hate being around him. But I think just his maturity level of dealing with things he doesn't like or adversity or you know well, those the, kinds the, of situations. The, the calling out sick and then yeah. showing up at a restaurant. Yeah, to eat, that. It's that's, the kind of maturity level yeah. that you're, you're talking about here. Um, so I thought that scouting report was so accurate. It's like he, he's got so much talent, but that mind, attitude. Yeah. It's, it's all in the mind. Yeah. The mind just isn't there. Yeah. And that affects him on the court and off the yep. court. But, you know, like it says, if he can, you know, get past that and, and mature a little bit, then he's got all it takes physically if he can just, you know, kind of figure out the game and his decision making. But a lot of that stuff is natural, though. True. I you mean, know, it's like it's Westbrook. Just, Westbrook's a, been yeah. in the game for how long and he still can't figure just out. A, yeah, yeah, it's a natural ability that you have. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. You're probably going to guess this one. All right. right? Don't give me any clues then. Okay. Dirk. No clues. No. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I couldn't find one for Dirk because he's so old. <laughs> but, you I found one for Mark Aguirre. True, but I happened to find that. They played in the same era. Yeah, on this website that had... Yeah, it was like the most random thing ever. But yeah, Dirk, they didn't have scouting reports that they published. Anyways, okay, this one, he can be considered marginally average. Uh, he can be considered a marginally average athlete by NBA standards. Luca, 
Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's stupid so idiots. Let me read the whole thing. It's right. from, is this from NBA draft.net? Oh, okay. Not overly long, more of an average, actually. Not a very good leaper off one foot. His good jumps come off two feet, which is funny. Which is not true, you actually. You see him dunk off one foot in the NBA. Well, it, some of his best dunks last year one were, were one foot jumps. So, one foot dunks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, can be really emotional at times and lose concentration for a few plays. He must improve in changing speeds and pace. His ball handling still needs some polishing. Hold on, hold on. Must improve yeah. his speed and pace. Change of speed and pace and ball handling. And I okay, was like, that's like his but he best... cooked defenders. Yes. Yeah. Well, his his ability to change directions and speed was his best asset. Yeah. So I, I that's know. completely off. Um. The lack of explosiveness makes it really difficult for him to create his own shot against athletes with good wingspan. Which is not true. I mean, like, I would say I'll accept that the step back is kind of a, is like a way to make up for that because you're but, you're creating that separation through stepping back. Yeah, but he also got to the rim regularly. I mean, yeah, that's there, true. when you look at his highlights, he's got players falling on the ground. Yeah. True. Like, you know, literally there's legs splitting apart <laughs> when they're trying to guard him. So that... You know, anyways, keep going. Uh, it's a question mark whether he will be able to create consistently at the next uh, at the next level on ISO situations. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Can fall in love with the pull-up game and settle too much against switches. I That's true. I do think that's true. Like, sometimes he pulled up for three when it was like, well, can you just try something else? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to say anything negatively, so, you know, <laughs> let's keep going. Okay. The fact that... He can see angles that no one else can see. It leads to some extreme passes and, as a consequence, some turnovers. And Carlisle talked about that. Mm -hmm. How, or I don't know if it was Carlisle, but um, he tries to make like thread the needle so much because he can see the pass, but it's such a narrow window that sometimes it just doesn't go through. Well, Carlisle once said that he tries to uh, throw the ball through someone's face where it comes out <laughs> his butt, <Yeah. laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah. Uh, but and he, he was in the top 10 in turnovers, but I think that was kind of expected being a rookie and being a primary ball handler. I think if you looked at all rookies that were primary ball True. handlers, they were probably in the same category. Yeah. But he wasn't even as high as James Harden and Russell yeah. Westbrook. So anyways, keep going. Okay. Um, but overall, I thought it was a fairly decent scouting report. Aside from, I think people overestimated how much his athleticism or supposed lack thereof would bother him. Well, I think the problem is they 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 underestimate the athleticism of the EuroLeague. True. And so when they see a player running around and having trouble with those defenders, they think automatically he's not quick enough. But these guys are in professional leagues, you know, yeah. so they're a lot quicker than they look. And uh, so that's why he wasn't blowing past people in yeah. EuroLeague because they have good defenders there too. Yeah, and um, he's the MVP, so they're yeah, I mean, putting their best defender Team on Team USA him. just got destroyed. Yeah. But, and, well, not destroyed, but they got beaten back-to-back -back games by Euro teams. Team, uh, and, and those teams are supposedly so much less athletic. Yeah. So the, the athleticism thing is, is so overblown. I'm not even going to get started. Okay. It's, it's dumb. Next one. This one was good. This one was funny. Okay. Um, former Mav. All right. This is from the draftreview.com. <clears throat> Solid athlete. Okay. I'm going to read. Solid athlete who runs the court well and is an above average leaper. Post footwork is superb for a player his age and could be the best in college among NBA center prospects. Chris Kamen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold on. My uh, mic went out. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how many more of these we get? Uh, this plus one more. Okay. Yeah. So let, let me finish reading it. First of all, a solid athlete. I don't know. That yeah, must have I don't changed know. at some point. Okay. Luca is a below average. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Kamen <laughs> is, is a solid <laughs> athlete. Come on, people. Like, what okay. are we looking at? Um, has a nice assortment of low post moves when his back is to the basket. She that's, did. That's true. His yeah. biggest problem was he didn't work out. Yeah. He's or watch his diet. Went out or hunting practice. And drinking yeah. beer. A uh, tough kid who enjoys physical contact in the lane, ex- lane, extremely aggressive when it comes to getting position on the blocks. Decent shooter who uses his above average leaping ability and long arms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did have long arms, but the above average leaping, leaping ability, ability. What are we okay. looking at? I don't know. Not a bad post passer out to the perimeter, even when being consistently double teamed. Solid rebounder due to his level of athleticism and hustle. Chris Kamen must have been a different player in college. Yeah, That's well, all I have to say well, about he, that. He was even good early in his career yeah, when he was still like 22 years old. And, and, and still didn't have anybody else. A, yeah, yeah, and he still had some athleticism because he you know, was still young, but he just didn't work out. I remember one time I saw him walking through the tunnel, and it was a view from behind. Mm-hmm. And his calves were just, they looked like my calves. <laughs> it's like, have you done a heel up you ever? You have nice calves, Okay, Marty. we're not going down that road. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it, I just, I thought it was funny. I, I remember, um, so when the Mavs were doing their, their beard until they got oh, back to yeah, 500, yeah, yeah. so he grew out his beard, you mm-hmm. know, but when they all shaved theirs, he didn't shave his. And I think he was just using that as an excuse to, <laughs> to grow, grow a beard yeah. <laughs> and then just never shaved it. He was a, he was an interesting character. Yeah. He brought some, some entertainment to that season. Mm. Okay. This is the last one. Alrighty. All right. NBA draft.net. Former, no clues. Oh, okay. Former player. <laughs> no clues. Um, strengths. Seven footers with his athleticism come around every 10 to 20 years. Do you have a guess? Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's basically that, that statement alone. Yeah. It, it pointed who Yeah. Um, okay. I'll read the rest of it. Has good desire and intelligence. Good shot blocker. Has good passing ability. Can shoot the ball well. Yeah, I don't know. can shoot the ball well and runs the floor like a deer. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, the the scouting is from high school, and I'm sure yeah. in high school he was dropping threes on people. You know, because yeah. Well, he yeah. Um, okay, has a chance to be a special player in a few years. Weaknesses: strength, maturity. Will never have the strength of a Shaq or Eddie Curry, which is true. But that actually became his strength because those guys. Well, and, that and, just went away. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. because he, he could play a small ball. Yeah. yeah. Initially, at just 225 pounds and an underdeveloped body, he will be forced to play away from the basket. Wants to be like Kevin Garnett and play on the perimeter, but has very underdeveloped ball skills. Doesn't always play ma- display maximum effort. Yeah, uh, he got much stronger, though. Like, when you look yeah. at his rookie year. Well, as a high schooler. Yeah, he's yeah, a kid. They're not very strong. Yeah. <laughs> unless he's they're still on a child. Yeah, yeah, unless you're LeBron. <laughs> Was that a was that a subtle shot? <laughs> Anyways, the dude was on roids. He was not on roids. He was a monster in high high school. That's just you know that's no no high schooler looks like that. Anyways, um, I okay, I did think it was interesting. Like Tyson turned out to be a really great player, but he wasn't like people were comparing him to Kevin Garnett, and he never became that. And so <laughs> I, I think really the the main comparison was because of height, and they both came out of high school. Yeah. But like and and body type yeah, too. yeah 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 so but I mean they're like 
uh, Chan- Tyson's final season in high school, he averaged like 26 points and 15 rebounds or and something. And it was probably a bunch of putback dunks. Yeah, maybe. And I will say that on the defensive end of the court and rebounding, they are really similar. Like, yeah, you know, Garnett true. can stay on the court. I mean, yeah, and, and he knew where to be position-wise. So it was just on the offensive end. But really, yeah. even Garnett, when he went to the Celtics... He wasn't that same offensive guy. Obviously, he was a lot more of an offensive threat than Tyson was. Yeah. Um, Tyson had um, an elbow jumper that... They didn't utilize because it wasn't very consistent. It wasn't very consistent. I will say his first year here, it was fairly consistent. Like They would run, they a, would play, run a play once a game. Yeah, where yeah. he got the elbow jumper. But his second year here, they would run it and it just wouldn't go in. And I don't know if maybe... That one season was a fluke, or the it's other just, season was a fluke. I don't know. It's just a consistency. Yeah, you know? it just wasn't his thing. Yeah. So yep. he probably didn't practice it a ton because he did everything else so well. So, anyways, um, I think you did pretty well. I mean, my favorite was the Dominique Jones. Yeah, the Dominique Jones. Like, yeah. I, I could sworn that was going to be the greatest player to yeah. ever play the game. Well, it's funny because I think. Didn't the Mavs like trade up for Dominic Jones? Didn't they pay money to get him? Uh, th- yeah, I mean that was during the time period where every draft there was a trade with the Mavs. Like they yeah. never kept the pick that they they had. Yeah. Like you know, trading back and passing up on Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that one was that one was pretty fun. And it's like I said, it's like when they got it right, they really got it right. But when they got it wrong, they were just Way totally off, wrong. Yeah. And that's, you know, when you read these scouting reports, this is why it's so hard to draft players because you get these scouting reports like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I guess if you have good scouts your, for yourself, they can watch the player and be like, nah, he that's doesn't why have t- that. But. Each team has. I don't know how many scouts yeah. that they have and uh, they all have to be good or they're going to get fired. Well, and it's just like any other job. Some of them are good and some mm-hmm. of them aren't. And like, that's not a shot. It's just, it's, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just like any other skill. Some of them are going to be good at it and some of them aren't. And if you have a team that has really good scouts or really um, detailed scouts, then they're going to find the good players compared to the teams that don't have that. But um, I think you did pretty good. I think you did good. So I'll give you two thumbs up for that. Um, But that's all. So if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this, go send us a message on Twitter. Did you try to guess all of these? And then let us know how many of them you got wrong. Which one of these scouting reports was the craziest? Like which one surprised you the most? Um, Again, you can send us a message on Twitter at Dallas Hoopscast. Yeah, I'm doing it. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Sydney Myers, or you can watch it or listen to every episode on YouTube. Just search Dallas Hoops Fancast. Yeah. So that wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, but that's all for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys the next episode. Bye. This, I'm leaving it on <laughs> until you say bye. It's just going to keep, I'm just going to leave it on. Hey, hey, Marty. What does um? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Your face.